0: And now, two guys who agree with Jared Goff's plumbing choices, Chris and the Riz. Hey, hey, ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 515. The Detroit Lions turnaround begins right here. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your host, Chris, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Jeff the Riz Briston. How are you doing, my brother?
1: I, I was doing better before about 30 seconds ago when my neighbor fired up his snow blower like <laughs> right behind me. So uh, I apologize. It's winter in Michigan. It happens. It yes.
0: It well, just for a quick camera fix, there
1: uh, we had a little bit of
0: technical grease before this. Sorry, we started a little bit late, but we're we're here and we're we're ready. Get used to it. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We'll do our warm up. So We got some stuff to get you going, and uh, I'll just start off right now and tell you we're going to start with height. So get your hype hats on, folks, because it is time. When I say the Detroit Lions turnaround begins right here, I mean it because we've been to this point before. Not quite division champs, but we've been to this point before, and this is where the turnaround Begins. Let's get into that. We're going to review the Vikings game because you can't walk past a win, much less a win where you've swept a team in your division. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to do a quick look at the NFL's playoff outlook. We're going to talk about Jared Goff's revenge shot. The pipe is out. Midweek injury look. A look ahead to the Rams and a whole lot more because that Rams Rams is a home playoff game in the wild card round, folks. Great show, Linda Briz. ready to go my man
1: let's do it let's kick this off and break it down
0: all right juicy 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 Never been able
1: to rock this shirt without like pretending before yeah Yeah, baby yeah baby
0: love it you look good man you look good in that i'm trying (sighs) Got them out. Everybody,
1: it's, it, it's very nice. Like it didn't shrink at all when I washed it either, which is it's
0: good. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, like the, 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 those, those, I got these fleece blankets, these Sherpa fleece. They're, they're now with that, the, that logo on them. Uh, I just took a nap on one, under on one today uh, after work. I needed it. um They're fantastic. I, I did a lot of work to kind of up the, up the juice on our on our supplier and nice. uh we've got Very some good. really good quality stuff so you can know, you can check it all out at uh what is it com. those shirts the sweet blankies the whole thing good goods of hoodies for the people that were asking for hoodies there's there's what we got all right let's get into it let's do our uh thanks for subscribe please like subscribe that kind of stuff all right let's get into it uh warm-ups first get hype and get revenge Big, big stuff. Get happy and get mean. Uh, first off, Riz, this is it. This is it. a home playoff game against a tough team, but a team that we match up well against. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the matchups later. Riz is so sexy. Donated $25 to St. Jude. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, This is it. We got fans that are getting there. We got a city that is there. It's time to be hyped for this team, its players, and where we are going. Get in it. Get in it. Riz, when's the last time? I mean, seriously, when have you had an opportunity to be this hyped about a team? You, you, you've you been lucky enough, we'll say, despite the record, to cover the team as a job for so long. But now as yes. a fan, to be where we are right now, tell me, I mean, how's that freaking feel, bro?
1: It's... This feels different than the other playoff playoff appearances, in part because I I really do feel like they can win this game. Like the the last one uh, that was Seattle, yeah, they're going to win that game. Just Warren, tough. tough. New Orleans, we weren't going to win that game. We weren't ready. Stafford wasn't ready specifically. Um, That that proved to be true. Mm -hmm. The Dallas game, I thought I thought maybe we could win, and maybe we did. NFL didn't see it that way. Funny how that happens in Dallas, but I digress. But I I wasn't surprised that we lost that one. And I'm looking at this game, and I'm looking at how the Lions and the Rams, and the Rams, that's a good football team. There aren't any bad football teams left. And I think that that's includes the Lions. Like, yeah. They're good, too. It's weird. And I think one, one of the things that I, you know, when last week when everybody was queuing up, Oh, are you worried about who we're playing? No, the team that's playing in Detroit needs to worry about freaking Detroit. We don't need to worry about them. They're coming to our house. We're the better team. We yeah. got more wins than they do. We've got more better wins than they do. Damn right. It's not that hard. Like we're good. We're a good yep. football team. If uh, you don't the- believe that. You're probably listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> Justin
0: McLean in the chat. And this is we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about this. Uh, I truly feel like the media is trying to make this a Stafford home game. The true Lions fans that actually show up to games are going to make this Stafford's life make Stafford's life. Hell, I, I, I'm, I'm down with that. And it's not There's, making Stafford's that, life. Hell, it's making the opposing like quarterbacks life. Hell, that's the thing. It's not personal. It's not personal no. at all. Let it go. It's personal for the Detroit Lions and for the city of Detroit. Um, so we'll talk about that, and uh, we'll, 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 I'm not going to go too big on this um, on, on the Stafford storyline because I don't think that's the real storyline. And I think the media is whistling past the graveyard on this mostly. I, I just I just think that they want to they want to latch onto the NFL storyline because it's easy and everybody else is feeding that. That ain't it. I'll tell you what the storyline is. And you, I'm going to let you say the part that you said because yours is a big one that nobody's talked about, Riz. My piece of the storyline that nobody's talking about is this is Jared Goff's opportunity to pipe Sean McVay. His work <laughs> No, that was his girlfriend, and she's she. I didn't. I wanna, I I right. Make it yeah. yeah but- now that they've had their nuptials, it's still it's a little different, right? Uh, both both of them. Um, but this this is it. This is his time to say f you for everything you did on my departure. And I want to say just really quick about Jared Goff. Jared Goff embraced the shit out of this city. The gut punches not stopping. All that before the fans embraced him. Some did. And, and 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 probably more today. will tell you they did than they did before. But he embraced the city. He embraced the team. He came here and said, "I'm gonna win. I'm all in." That's what Jared Goff did. And it took people a long time after he got hosed in L.A. It took people a long time to get on board with him. He deserves so much freaking credit for what he's been able to do and what he's put up with to get this team to where we are. And a lot glad a lot of people have jumped on the 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 golf train, but. He's, he's here and his revenge game, that's the story in Detroit. That is the story. But then Riz said one that nobody's talked about, and I said, ooh, that's a big
1: story too. When was the last time you heard from anyone that Brad Holmes is responsible for a lot of that Rams roster? All their homegrown guys that have, were there before 2021, Brad Holmes is the guy who drafted them. Now, yes, it was part of a committee. And by the way, Ray Agnew, his right-hand man in Detroit, was part of that committee as well in Los Angeles. Now, they didn't have any first-round picks, but I think if you go through their, their roster and how they've acquired, they've hit pretty well on those middle-round picks there too. And that's one of the reasons why they're successful. You know, that's... They've continued that there. Brad Holmes is, is really the the a big piece of why that is the way it is. Obviously, Les Snead was the GM, but you know that's
0: well. This is it.
1: This no, is nobody talks under- about Brad Holmes. This this is a chance for Brad Holmes to show the organization that I don't want to they didn't do him bad. He left. Um, they and they gave him an opportunity to leave. So it's not there's not like acrimony there. This is a chance to show that he has grown into being his own thing. And can be better than what it was when where he left, and I don't this, think that storyline is being talked about at all. It's and the, I will tell you that we wrote about it at LionsWire, and it got maybe five hundred reads. And if you if I write the word Kelly Stafford, <laughs> ten thousand like that ridiculous. It's 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 that's such annoying a, as hell.
0: Such a people have been so manipulated there, and then and knowingly and allowed themselves to be. That's why propaganda works. But this that's that's just yes. it is it is right. Um, I'll tell you what. That is so much a story, Riz. Like when you said that, it just it hit me like a ton of bricks because this is the understudy taking the lead role. This is Luke Skywalker taking Obi-Wan Kenobi's role. This is the Lions taking the torch from the Green Bay Packers last year. This is such a huge executive front office story, and it's, it's I think it speaks a little bit to who Brad is. Because I believe our social media team and the Lions media team would take that narrative and go with it. But nobody has, because I think Brad's a quiet. I'll say servant leader. Yes, he is. He's a quiet leader who is just confident in himself, but he deserves his frickin flowers to get to this point, And this is his chance. He's stealing their vases to put
1: his flowers in. <laughs> where where would this team be without Brad Holmes? Um, obviously, we talk a lot about Dan Campbell, and I think everybody, nearly everybody appreciates that he's a good football coach. There are still a few holdouts. I I tend to think that they're more trying to troll me than anything else, but there, there's still a few out there that think that he's holding the team back. You're entitled to your opinion. I, I disagree with it vehemently. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't hear a lot of, like, the credit go to Brad um, for assembling the team. Now, we got a little bit of that today because uh, one of the things that's in the, the news things is that Mike Disner is going to get interviewed for the Titans GM job, and uh, he, he might get that.
0: Didn't they just hire a GM last year? Certain,
1: they did. No, okay. uh, the Panthers did. Um I thought. Gee, the, I thought. Oh, yeah, he's he's going. He's going for. I'm sorry. He's he's, he's for the Panthers. Okay. Not, okay, the okay. 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 Titans. Okay. Titans is uh, that, that was a separate conversation I was having with somebody else <laughs> before we went on the air. Uh, he is not a. Yes, they did. They fired Scott Fitterer. He was there for three years. They changed okay. uh, head coaches as well.
0: Because he couldn't throw they a drink, right? He couldn't throw a drink at, yeah. at a distance, so they couldn't keep him as on as GM.
1: That was Tepper. That was the owner.
0: No, no, right. And Tepper fired his GM because he didn't have the same kind of arm. To heave a drink like Tepper did,
1: <laughs> they're a mess, dude. The disaster area. That is. That is. Uh, so we were talking about this um, in, in the work slack. Has there been a worse job than what this Panthers one is since, like, when Hugh Jackson took over the Browns? I'll tell you, I'll you one. Think so.
0: I'll tell you one. The the Houston Texans job that uh, uh, D'Amico took over, and holy shit, my yeah, guy was deserves some okay, fair. <laughs> serious flowers. What that does? Like nobody wanted to touch that organization, much less the job. No. And he walks in, and and man, I give him all the props because what. A turnaround. What a great job in a dumpster fire of an organization. Sorry. And, and we're, we're digressing off a the line. No, and stuff they, here, they, but. Were,
1: they were bad. I mean, by the way, they're hosting a playoff game this weekend as well. And my wife and daughter will be staying adjacent to it. And uh, I think yeah. there it is bugging me a little bit.
0: Well, they're hosting. Uh, I didn't realize Houston was hosting an energy stadium where University won of Michigan, Michigan just won the
1: championship. Lost.
0: <laughs> where um, Michigan yeah. just won the championship. That's where we're going to go. Yeah. Holy
1: yeah, cow. Look at that. Congratulations, no, Michigan Wolverines. That. Congratulations. Yes. Well-deserved. So that, that was a very impressive win because uh, when, when we spin forward to the draft, you're going to hear me talk a lot about some Washington players that fit the Lions. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And uh, the fact that Michigan, who also has a lot of them, uh, took care of business was, and you was just really might, nice. It, it, it did wonders for my Jonathan Edwards as a really good run, NFL running back prospect. Uh, and you just that, might see a, some of them on our show at the Senior Bowl. You might. You might see, um, uh, I don't think Edwards is going to be there. Blake Corum will be there. Um, Chris Jenkins, I think, is going to be there. I haven't looked. They just published their list of underclassmen. Today. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet yep. uh, because Nick Saban retired today and Pete Carroll moved on from the Seahawks. It's been a very busy, eventful day in the world of football. Um, Pete, so, I um, didn't hear about Pete I, Carroll. I,
0: Pete Carroll's Pete gone Carroll has, finally.
1: He, he has moved on from coaching. He will still be with the team in an advisory capacity. He is no longer the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Thank God. Oh, I hate that. Guy. And for those of you who have been under a rock for the last hour and a half, Nick Saban retired at Alabama. And Look, everybody Michigan. thinks he's done. Like, he's just, he's done. So it's not like he's going to, he's not going to go to Michigan to take over for Harbaugh when Harbaugh leaves no. for the Raiders or Patriots Michigan? or Titans or whatever.
0: Michigan broke him.
1: <laughs> Although, you oh, know, it, it would. Nah, sh- I don't know. I, I you know I don't do fantasy well.
0: Know. Here's here's what would be hilarious though. And, and and this this is why I hate Nick Saban. Okay? Because I've I've always been a Michigan guy. I hate Nick Saban because of what he did to Michigan State, because he did them dirty. He did he them. Did. Dirty. He did, he did them dirty. I'm not, a, I'm not a it's the same reason I hate Pete Carroll. I'm not a USC guy at all. I, I absolutely dislike USC. I know a guy who played football there, and Beckler's last year beat him in the Rose Bowl, and that's his his whole claim to fame. And like, he actually wound up playing for the Rams for two years, but he uh his whole claim to fame was to 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 beat Schmeichel. And I'm just like, f USC, right? What f that team, whatever. But Pete Carroll driving that whole thing into uh, fine and no bowl hell, and then saying, oh well, I won't have to pay any price, and just departing for the Seahawks. I hate. I hate that. So Sabin and Carroll, both teams, I don't like. But low class, low character individuals. I have no, no time for either one.
1: I'm sorry. Doesn't I, I mean they can't coach though. They were they were both fantastic coaches. Yeah. You know, I, hate right. I hate them. I hate them. Uh, I hate them. I'm, I'm going through to uh, do a uh, photo gallery of the all the first round draft picks that played under Nick Saban. And when I agreed to it, I thought there was maybe 24. There's 49 of them. You got a lot of work at buddy. I got a, lot of, got a busy night coming. It's going to be a long night.
0: Well, with that, let's get rolling into the next topic. So get hype, folks. Get hype for your Lions. For your Enjoy Lions. Enjoy this, man. Yeah. That,
1: Don't we, about, had, we haven't had a chance to do this in a long time, Chris. It's great. I know. It's great.
0: I know. This is going to be my first playoff game post-game show. And we've been, this is about, we're almost nine years in, bud. Think about that. Yeah. This is yeah. this is something we're in we're in uncharted territory but and oh by the way we've got some big plans for the draft this year the draft party you guys are going to love it um but so yes get hype this is not a Stafford story this is a give a revenge story oh. and this is a winner story for Brad Holmes and for Jared Goff, and for the city of Detroit, don't let them push their narrative. Don't let them propagandize you with their garbage. Be a Lions fan and be proud of what your team has done and what your city's done around that team and supporting that team because they deserve every single bit
1: of that kind of love. They've earned it. Um, they none of those. Wear those whatever both- jersey you want, but be aware that there might be consequences if you wear the wrong one. Those people had a good weekend for not probably not a good weekend for the, the uh, Detroit Rams folks to uh, (laughs) acknowledge that that they were one of them. And by the way, I don't think there was anything wrong with that back in the time because they were, there were ships passing in the night and we were, we were in the low tide and they were, they were riding high and it was great. And we all wanted to see Stafford get it. and We got that reward. Yeah. That time's over.
0: Those people, those people in golf, and Holmes wanted to come to Detroit. They didn't yep. immediately they say, are. I want Detroit to let me go. That's the difference. Those are your real Detroiters. I don't care whatever anybody else says or did. Those are the guys that wanted to be here. All right. Let's talk about it. The Lions sink. The Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. Uh, <laughs> ah. uh, what a game. Okay. I wanted, uh, the, the a game yeah oh god it was so it was so fun We can't walk past this because this is beating the last game of the season. Looking ahead to the playoffs, it's all fun and exciting. We want to do that. But the reality is we swept a division rival, the one that was supposedly going to win the division this year and and did win it last year in the Minnesota Vikings. We swept them and we beat them down and they have the cryingest, most in-pain fans. We shut down their ability to make any have any hope of making the playoffs. This was a ball drag across the city of Minneapolis and the state of Minnesota and those Vikings fans enjoy that lions fans. Take that. Love it. Um, the elephant in the room though, is why do we play our starters, Jeff? (laughs) Why do we play our starters?
1: Because the NFL mandates that you do by their arcane antiquated and completely useless inactive list rule that prevents you from resting up to seven players. There is no purpose, no purpose anymore for the inactive list. And if we would, so we had two players that were injured scratches, Rockwright Wright and JMO. What's was the other one. So and- there were five players that the Lions could have rested. Five, five, uh, and actually only four because Hennon Hooker had to be one of them. So there were four spots where you could have made a regular starter inactive. Jared Goff would have been one for sure. Frank Ragnow certainly would have been one. I think Taylor Decker, based on his injury history the last few weeks, probably would have been one. You know what? Jonah Jackson with his club might have been the other one. Maybe Hutch. Maybe, I don't know. Anzalone. He's he's been been a little bit. Yeah, Anzalone because he was injured too. Sam Laporte is nowhere close to the top of us, in part because Brock Wright was on the list. Like you gotta have tight ends to run your offense. Bingo. Your number two two guy is out. (laughs) There's just there's not there's not a physical like. So the Rams rested people last week. They rested Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald. Like Puka Nakua was out there. Their entire starting offensive line, to my knowledge, was out there. I'm not gonna say that I paid super close attention to that game because I was watching a different one at the time. But you know, San Francisco rested Christian McCaffrey. Uh, and Brock Purdy, but, like, their defenders, Fred Warner was out there. I know he was out there. Like, a lot of their key players were out there. You've, you've got to really pick and choose even when you do arrest people because the NFL rules make it that you can't because they want their paying customers to see their top players if they're healthy. Yep. The, that, the, 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 the NBA's load management, that ain't ever going to happen in the NFL. I'll tell you that right now. Yep. That, that I... is antithetical to their business model.
0: The the Saint Brown piece. He he might have gotten some sit time too, just because of some of the, the little nicks and scratches from prior. Yeah. Not, uh, no. but, but I want to talk about that. That because that, it, it came up. The Vikings player, which was Phillips, I believe his name was Need I'm around the ribs. That was dirty as mm-hmm. shit. They didn't replay it, of course, yeah. because they're losers at the at, at Fox and do terrible job at, at at replays and giving you a good view of what happened. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah, they, number one two things. One, that guy I didn't hear any fines. I didn't hear about any fines for him, and that's absolute crap. Because if you remember, fines it's, come
1: out Saturday, so you okay. won't hear it until then.
0: Okay, because because St. Brown got remember he got like a, what was it like a forty thousand dollar fine for
1: like for bullshit. This guy forty one thousand dollars and change, yeah, yeah for for, uh, for, uh, for an illegal block where he didn't actually make contact with the guy's head, but it yeah, looked like he did.
0: Yeah, that that so so this is. Absolutely. He put his knee through the guy's ribs in the last game before the playoffs. You want your players to play intent to injure should be punishable by uh, severe beatings. I hope I hope I think his name is Phillips, right? If I'm I'm working from memory here. Yes. I hope very honestly and genuinely he slips on the ice on the so. stairs this winter and cracks his ribs and has to spend 8 weeks not being able to laugh, breathe oh or be happy because that kind of bullshit That's that intent yeah, fuck what did, so what did he do? That was intent to injure. He, he not after he fucking need the guy. He put his knee in the same spot and his weight on it and drove it into him as he stood up. That's the shittiest bunch of bullshit I've seen. I mean, look, there's the old time football. There was all kinds of stuff. You were twisting people's ankles in the piles and everything else. It was a different time. That's not today's NFL, man. That is not how the game is played. I hope he does. Like I said, slip on the ice in the stairs and crack his ribs and suffer for a couple of weeks because he deserves it. He deserves it after that shit ass garbage dirty play.
1: Excuse my French. Come from a bad part of Sorry. Paris. <laughs> I'm not going to wish injury on him, but it would be nice if his dog maybe turned on him. You
0: know? No, I want him not a football because- injury, not a not a a a. a yeah. I want him just. It's like it's the same kind of thing. Like I hope you stub your toe every day for for the next three years, right? I mean, that would be just that would be horrible. <laughs> cracked ribs <laughs> are horrible. That. I just hope he's talking about the cracked
1: ribs. My, my my brother cracked ribs when he sneezed in the shower and fell, and yeah. like it took him like a year and a half to get over that injury. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's like, what this guy needs.
0: He deserves he wasn't it. Even drunk, you don't treat people like that. <laughs> that's 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 terrible. That's terrible. Um, I, I like I that Bischoff wants to take hockey style revenge. You got a big driveway. It's okay. Uh, Bischoff wants him to take we hockey style though, revenge. That's the thing. Our,
1: our, our houses are not that big. Well, maybe this he's doing yours too. Maybe he's doing yours too. Mine's over there. Bisch, right there.
0: Bischoff wants <laughs> the Lions to take hockey style revenge on the on that guy who did that. Put the, um, bring
1: out Ty Domi and Bob Rover, Let him settle it.
0: Those are such great years Chris
1: I, from the uh, the Canadians who had his hand when his he broke his hand. He had it. He had it made into a fist permanently. <laughs> so it's like that for the rest of his life. This I had one of the best stories ever.
0: <laughs> I was in Joe Lewis for the Probert McSorley fight, which is the longest fight in hockey in that time for, and for a long time after fan. Fantastic. I was right in front of us. I loved that. That was actually one of my early first. I'm sentient about hockey, hockey fights kind of things. Oh, God, that's great. All right. Um, So, yeah, the thing is, is the second seed was on the line. You play your starters. You couldn't rest. You weren't going to rest. And your rookies need reps. They're going to get out there and play. Jack Campbell's on the field playing a lot. Why? Because your rookies because need reps, it. yeah. And
1: boy, does he need it! <laughs> oh, That was rough. <laughs>
0: yeah, he didn't do too ter- terribly though this week. He didn't do too terribly. He's he's had a a game that was above a number of the games he's played this year. Let's put it that way.
1: That's that's not great, but he's he's coming along like he's a work in progress. And yeah. I, I i thought his I thought his mental game was good. His physical game. Made a couple plays. He also missed a couple. Um, yeah, missed a couple of really bad missed tackles, and that's tough to watch. You
0: know, remember what you, you know, used that's why about...
1: he's out there. Though to your point, he's out there so he can learn these things and get better at it. Repetition at the NFL level with the speed, size, and strength that he's going to be going against for the rest of his career, as long and what should be a pretty good career. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not resting those guys. You're resting. Like we said, like you're problem. resting the the guys who are, come in with pre-existing injuries, guys who missed a day or two of practice last week,
0: guys, veterans the who might
1: just need to fresh. Like, yeah. and again, there's not they're, they're just because of the way the rosters are set up. There's just not that many spots. Like, yeah, sure, you can play you can play Jalen reeves maybe and Anthony Pittman as your starting linebackers and rest Anzalone. Okay, then what happens when one of them gets hurt on special teams? Like what then happens? you're bringing your starter in and they got to play on special teams and that that crap does happen. So, um, that what? happened to the Steelers you know, back in 2020 when they were getting ready to play the Browns in the postseason. Um, and by the way, they lost that game.
0: What happens? <laughs> look, we, it was close. It was really close. What happened? The the Eagles lost. What happens if it Dallas is? loses too? Dallas was behind early. What happens if those two teams lose and you play your seconders and you you you, you hose yourself out the, of uh, the opportunity to get that number two seed and and San Francisco loses to the to the number one seed? What if you hose yourself out of that? Because we needed two wins in San Francisco to lose, right? You can't. You just can't. You can't do that. You can't do that. So, um, I, I, it's it's that's where we were. It sucks. The port is hurt. We'll talk about injuries and what, what yeah. the outlook is for him. Uh, Brock Wright will play. We'll talk about that, too. But that's it. We yes, won. We beat the, the the the. we swept the Minnesota Vikings this season. We shook the monkey of that Dallas Cowboys ref screw job off our back this week. And now we go into the playoffs like this. Sur- I guess it does like this surging up and in the right mindset. And with the right kind of head of steam, that's exactly how you want to enter the playoffs. You don't want to enter the playoffs after, after a ref screw job sitting, waiting, period. That's that. So that, well, that's, the other, the other that's thing
1: I'll great. say is, as I said this when we were potentially, when, when we as Lions fans were talking about the idea of possibly tanking, because Dan Campbell would never tank. The a wise man once said, you don't get better at winning by losing more. I think there's a lot of truth in that. And yep. going into the postseason on a win feels a lot better because what if we had to lost that game with our backups like oh crap, we don't have any momentum at all. Like I haven't played, they're not sharp. Like that's that storyline is just as us. easy to play out, yep. folks. Mm. Go out and win the damn game. Yep. You play yep. to win the games. Yep. As Herm Edwards would exhort you. <laughs> all right. On that,
0: F the Vikings, F their fans. It's a to the, the salty tears to lick them up. Congratulations, Detroit Lions, on sweeping them this season. Great, great work. You definitely are kings of the north. Um, we get into our next topic here, and it's the NFL playoff outlook. And, I, and, and Peaceful Tim brings in a beautiful segue into this topic. Um, if the Lions win, Packers win, and Eagles win, welcome, Matt Patricia, to Ford Field next week. And I want to talk uh, about this because uh, that would be great. Green Bay and Dallas is a really interesting matchup. I, I think of the play of the teams that sit there right now going to Dallas. Green Bay has probably got one of the better chances and matchups against that team to put it to Dallas. And look, if we're talking about reverse narratives. From the history, from history, Lions are beating the Packers now, taking over the division. Um, the Lions were the ones that the, the 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 Cowboys couldn't win beat as they were leading their way into their Super Bowl years. This is Green Bay story to be able to top Dallas as well if we're if we're reversing narratives this is you know des didn't catch it all that you know whatever all that this is green bay's (sighs) chance to really go into dallas and do something mike mccarthy coaching the cowboys yeah i was just saying oh oh,
1: by the way who was coaching the packers in that game mike Mm -hmm. mccarthy Mm -hmm. now with dallas and dallas by the way jerry jones didn't exactly throw the greatest line of support towards his head coach he's like well he's our coach now we're supporting him now. We'll see how it goes at the end of the playoffs. Like, yeah, dude. Like, Jerry's, Jerry's <laughs> the is overachieved with this guy. Uh, that's he's ruthless. You know, different, different sorts for different owners. So that that's
0: interesting. Uh, I see uh, in the um, where was it? Um, Black Lion. Once a Cowboys rematch. I'm OK. I, I, I would love to beat the Cowboys. I would love that. I'm terrified of them, though, because that matchup is really, really tough. That is that is
1: a big. I would every rather have a is, home game.
0: Every matchup is tough right now. And that's the thing. If they lose, then other than the NFC championship game, we have home games. And
1: we would play anybody at home. That's yep.
0: Right. Yep. And I don't mind Green Bay at home. I don't mind um, uh, the Eagles. At home right i those those are all happy i,
1: I the eagles are like so i i, I, I gotta preface it like i said before that there aren't bad teams like the eagles are a bad football team right yeah. now like they're they're in the last month they're a bottom 10 football team yeah. like they're not good
0: we may right not now. get a chance to maybe they'll them.
1: figure it out but
0: we may not even get a chance to host them. They may not, not make it past the first round. And, but if they do make it, I want to ask, I have to go back to this. Is this going to be the, oh, Darius Slay is coming back to Detroit game. Oh, Darius Slay. Is everybody going to be all up in the, it's the Darius Slay return to Detroit game to where he,
1: no. Yeah, Patricia, Jondre Swift, all, no. all all those guys. Like There's a lot of it.
0: Stop with the people coming back to Detroit stories. This is a Detroit story. This isn't a everybody that's not in Detroit story. Uh Be the lead
1: character in your own narrative.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) So playoff outlook. Yes. Thank you very much, peaceful Tim. Lions win. Packers win. Eagles win. It's the Eagles and Ford Field next week. We get a second home game. I would. I want to play every game I can at home. I love that. Um, But I. I. This is an interesting. The NFC is interesting, and and that's the point you make is a point that we haven't been here enough for me to really think about it. There are matchups that I prefer. But there are no easy games left. These are all playoff teams. Now, one thing in the Lions' favor that Jared Goff and Dan Campbell and these Detroit Lions have that other teams didn't have is a whole bunch of wins over teams that are over five hundred. We've beat good teams. We've shown that we are Chiefs, a good Buccaneers.
1: team. Yep. Yep. We are a good Backers. team. Packers yep. are pretty good football. I hate to say it on a on this podcast. But Packers are playing some pretty good football right now, um, mm-hmm. and you can dislike that. But you have yep. to acknowledge it. Like yep. they they've been playing pretty good football lately. That's and a game would I hate. Not Be an easy win.
0: That's a game I hate because I don't. I want. I don't want either one of them to win. Right, I can't root for either one of those teams. It's like when they played last time. When they played, I just, I just want them all to lose, and they can't. So I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to be happy after that game with who wins, no matter who wins. You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? It's weird, but I hate yeah, them. both. I do. I hate them both. They're both unlikable teams with unlikable people around surrounding them and unlikable owners. Jerry Jones is his own kind of thing. He's a funny cat. You know what I mean? I, 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 I like Jerry Jones in a weird way. Because he's fun, he's he's fun to point and laugh at and kind of look at he's eccentric, and, yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> word. That's the exact word. That's the word. All right, uh, Riz, give us your outlook on on the playoffs. What's your what's your summation of what we're looking for here for the, the playoffs in the NFL?
1: Just win, baby. I think that the Lions again, there are no easy wins. But I will say that right now, of the teams that are in the NFC, the Eagles are clearly the weakest going into the postseason. Yeah. I'm not crazy about the idea of the Rams, but I think the Rams, can, the Rams can win this game. You have to acknowledge that. Like, this isn't, like, an easy win for the Lions. No. They do some things that the Lions don't match up all that well with, but they also have some very exploitable weaknesses, and the Lions are well-positioned to exploit those weaknesses. Yeah. Ash, I believe, has talked about that. I apologize. I have not been able to watch the Daily this week. It's been a little mm-hmm. bit of chaos around here, but... uh mm-hmm. I'm sure he's highlighted some of those things. I know uh, I know some of our, our colleagues around the, the Lions sphere have done that. And Justin Rogers, by did a great film breakdown at the Detroit yeah. News of what, what the Lions can do. And I, th- I think he's very well served in that. If the Lions play their best, they will win this game. But if they don't play their best, they still can win, but it won't be easy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's kind of true of whoever they would be playing. And uh, I, I, I said it last week. I wanted the Rams more than I wanted the Packers. Um, aside from the fact that we have to deal with all this Stafford crap, it's um, annoying. It's, it's, it really is. And I, I'll say this: the Rams people hate it too. They're, they're like they are. They're tired of trying to promote it because it's not really. It's not getting a lot of traction in Los Angeles. Now you know Los Angeles from from living there. Yeah, it's a weird media market to begin with. I don't understand. It. I don't have enough familiarity with it to know, but they different things happen there that, that just sort of take the attention away. And they just don't care about this. this like, it's this it's the town they, they won with. Matthew Stafford. They don't they don't they don't they no nothing happened with Matthew Stafford before he arrived in Los Angeles. As far as they're concerned, yeah. that's the basic premise of it. like their fans don't care. They just they're, don't. They're they're
0: the town yeah. that writes the stories. Right. If you think about it, all of the the, all the movies, the TV, everything comes out of there. So they're craving a good story and there's stories to be had everywhere. And there's stories that you can make. You can go outside any day, any day. You can go outside and do stuff that isn't like sports. You can do your own sports. You can play sports. You can do you can ride bikes. You can hike. You can see gorgeous sunsets. You can surf. You can ski. You can do both in the same day. I mean, it is uh, you can do anything anytime so you better have a damn compelling story if you want people in that market to pay attention everybody loves a winner so if you're heading to the super bowl great nobody cares like you said about matthew stafford he doesn't exist unless they're in the nfc playoff games and it's like oh okay you'll have some diehard football fans right but it's 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 they're, they're, they're fickle they are very very fickle um really quick uh if the packers beat san fran then green bay would come be, come here and peaceful tim stafford then patricia yes. then green bay in detroit that's a freaking disney movie it really is that that's a story that they would watch in la if it was an la team that's yes. a story that they would absolutely watch because that's what it is and wow
1: yeah i kind of, so one of the storylines that the, the uh, alternate storylines that is out there is that the lions are sort of everybody's like Second team, like you have your team that you root for, and then a lot of people are adopting the Lions. It's like, man, I hope they win. Yeah. I want to see them do well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. never happened to my cognizance in my lifetime with the Detroit Lions. Like people wanting, like, Viking, not, not Bears fans, they're kind of pulling for the Lions this week. They really are. Bills fans, Bengals fans. Like, I, I got it from a Colts fan the other day. He's Like, I hope you guys make it, man. It'd be so cool. Like, that's the storyline that a lot of America wants to see. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty awesome because we've never worn those shoes before, and I I'll hope to we wear them comfortably.
0: What flips me out today, I so I work with, I mean, in the Northeast, right? Um, New York, you know, like Giants, Jets, um, Patriots, a lot of Philadelphia fans that go to Philly a lot. Um, I had a now they're mostly casuals, right? Fans they're not like like lunatics like we are. Um, but I had a, an Eagles fan today, and, and I and I laughed at him. I, I, I at the end of a meeting, I was like, "Just congratulations, to University of Michigan Wolverines, for their national championship, and to the Detroit Lions for besting in the seeding race the Philadelphia Eagles." And the uh, guy's like, "Oh man," he said. But well, I'll tell you what: if the Lions in the Super Bowl, I would absolutely be rooting for them to win. And that's, I mean, this is an Eagles person in Philadelphia. That's people you're right. I saw it. I forget who wrote it in the chat. It might've been peaceful. Tim, the lions are a script writer's dream. It's exactly what this team is. And we've been telling people that for years, but man, you have this lovable monster in MCDC that really pushes it over the top. People are going to love it. And we know the lions are going to be around for a long time. Um, I don't look, I would love a Super Bowl. I don't expect it. I don't expect even an appearance in the Super Bowl from this team this year. I just want us to do get this one get one win, and everything, everything after that is gravy, right? But this is a team that's gonna be around for a while. This is a team that's built to last. Uh this is a team, probably the first team that's getting to this point in the playoffs that I could I could honestly say is built in very much that belichick long-term dynasty model this is not a flash in the plan and all in and win this is a long and if ball. you're scared
1: of the patriot way thing and that think about john harbaugh and the ravens or mike tomlin and the steelers 17 seasons in a row without a losing record which is unreal because they they're not one of the twenty most talented teams in the league, and haven't been for a couple of years. And they're still winning. Yeah. And I can see this Lions team, even when the talent is lean. And by the way, there are some pretty lean spots on this roster. And we, unfortunately, we do have to talk about those. But uh, you know, this this team could stay because they have. They're not overly reliant on any one way to win a football game. They have won football games by outscoring explosive offenses. They have won games by smothering opposing offenses with aggressive defense, playmaking defense, not always the most effective defense. Like they're going to give up some points, but they're also going to make some plays. And yeah. like, they've done that. They won with, with good specialties, special teams in Minnesota or against Minnesota. They were all Jack Fox was incredible. One of the best punting games I've seen him do. And by the way, he didn't have a very good year. No. He had a great yeah. last game. Jalen yeah. Reeves, Maven, first team, all pro as your so good for special team. So happy for him.
0: God, I'm so happy too. for him. I really am. The fact am.
1: that he wanted to come back and it was like, if I just play special teams, I'm good. And what That's what he did. But by the way, he also played pretty good defense. Like he yeah. he's stepped up a little bit. When he was called to play, goal.
0: yeah, when he was called to play, he played. Well, you know, I I'm, I'm just so happy for him. I, I really, really am a guy sure. who's, who is grit. Who's done nothing but work. All grit Who's done nothing but work and he, and he got what he deserved. He did. He did good. Good for him, man. Good for him.
1: Um, it's going to take me a while to get used to that new hashtag, the all grit instead of one pride. <laughs> but I, I like that It was time for a change. It, it had been one pride for a while. Yeah, Yeah. I want to, I want to, Big
0: West has something really, it's really good. And I just want to kind of allude to it a little bit. You know how they'll play a song or something just to kind of get in the head of other players during warmups or during the walk on or that kind of thing.
1: Like the Russell Wilson thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Big West, they should show a video of all of Stafford's pick sixes. (laughs) Can you imagine during warmups if it's just. Stafford throwing interceptions on the video screen over and over. They wouldn't have
1: to loop over. it very long. No, no, I mean, <laughs> no, There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> that was, like that was oh, life with Stafford. Like we we knew that the, the the cost of doing business with him is that he's going to make some incredible throws. He's also going to throw some to the other team. Like Brett Favre yeah. did that. Um, yeah, one of the, one of the things that made Aaron Rodgers so special was that he didn't do that. Like Steve Young would throw interceptions. Like. That's aggressive quarterbacks. Interceptions is a byproduct of that, and that, we learned to live with that with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things where Goff is different, and one of the ways that Goff has got successful was that he was able to start being a little bit more aggressive for Jared Goff, and uh, and still protect the ball and not put the ball at risk. And that's when Jared Jeez. Goff is at his best, is when he's throwing the ball more aggressively than spraying the ball 100%. inside eight yards. 100%. When he's looking down the field in that, that 12 to 20-yard range on in-breaking routes, there is not a quarterback in the league better than him at that. There isn't. Um, you can look up SIS. You can look up 33rd team. You can look up the the, the next-gen stats from Zebra Technologies. They're all in agreement on that. Like oh. that the 10 to 20-yard pass over the middle and in-breaking routes, Jared Goff is the best quarterback in the NFL at that. There are deficiencies elsewhere, but when he's doing that and dialed in, damn, that's 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 that that's that's, that's like watching Matthew Stafford zip those balls between three defenders in the red zone, and Brandon Pettigrew comes down with it in the back corner of the end zone. Well, where, that's what I want to get. Golden Tate gets it. Get to. Yeah.
0: On, on Goff, because this is where I think his improvement has come from this year. Uh, the word always was Stafford was Stafford windows because he could put that thing through a postage yeah. stamp size window. Right. What yeah. we've seen from Jared Goff this year is those windows are a lot smaller than they used to be. He's been able to deliver balls into much tighter windows. And it's uh, you're you were you were calling it aggressiveness. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. He's trusting himself and he's putting those balls into. Now, look. His interceptions are up a little, but the results are more yards, more touchdowns, more wins. And the aggressive Jared Goff that we've seen, the difference we've seen in how he's grown and taken on that. Look, he put his his, he's got to carry a sack in in a wheelbarrow this year. He saw, you know, Campbell doing that all the time. He got his own wheelbarrow and out he is. There he is. I mean, really, that's what he's doing. He's like, this is what we do. We go hard. If you're going to be aggressive coach, I'm going to be aggressive, too. And and we're seeing it, I think, from Aaron Glenn, too. There's aggressiveness. You know, it's all about. If I had to kind of characterize the evolution of this team, it was first we're building grit. We don't we don't know turds. We're flushing them, Right. We're tough players because no because we're going to overcome. We're going to come up if you knock us down and we're going to take a kneecap. That's just it's a metaphor. I know it's 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 old, but we're going to keep grinding. You're not going to keep us down. Now mm-hmm. we're kind of evolved past that to where we're going to hold you down. We're going to be on top of you. You're going to be the one trying to chomp at our kneecaps and you're just going to get a face full of knee MMA style and say Good night. That's the difference in how this team has evolved. I'm really excited to see where they go with the talent they pick up in the offseason. I, I don't even want to go there yet. I mean, we're not even talking draft yet, Riz. We haven't had a single show about the draft. We've mentioned it twice in passing in what we're doing and laughed that we're not talking about it. But And I don't even want to go past where we are now. But can you, where we're going to be with this neck the talent that we're going to grow with in the offseason because everybody gets better. But we know how much better the leaps that this team has been taking since Brad Holmes has taken the steering wheel. Can you imagine what this evolution is going to look like? This is incredible. And we're young. We're so young. We're going to stay young. This is,
1: I love it. I'm a happy, happy Lions fan, bro. This is, uh, this could be the worst Lions team we see in the next three or four years. They just won a division title. They're hosting a playoff game where they're favored to win and certainly can win and probably I think they're going to win. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I do think that the Lions are going to win. and Then they're going to get into another playoff game, and you know what? They can win that game, too, even if it's in Dallas. won't be easy. I probably won't expect them to win that game, but they can. They can go out and get that. The best team, best team doesn't always win in the playoffs. You yeah. watched a Bengals team a couple of years ago on the road, went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, they were not the best team in any one of those matchups, but they were the better team that day. And that's sometimes that's all you need to be. Yep. And the Lions can be the better team than Dallas that day. They wind up playing in San Francisco or you know, if Green Bay makes a run, and Green Bay could make a run. Like yeah. they they could they can they can win and they can beat any of those teams anywhere. They really can. Yeah. This is Super this. Bowl. I'm not worried about the AFC. Uh th- their teams are everybody fallible. Team. Yeah. Everybody, everybody is. And it's <laughs> they're it's good. The things they're that good, we, but they're like, they're fallible.
0: One of the things that I think people like, here we are, Kings of the North, home playoff game. Just pin that up and think about that and remember that we lost. Do you remember fire Aaron Glenn after the Seahawks game this year?
1: Do you remember that people I remember after Thanksgiving? <laughs>
0: but the the thing is, guess what? Football's hard. It's a it's a t, it's yes. a league of parody teams. And, and and the whole kind of any given Sunday thing is good good teams get beaten by worse teams all the time because it's a just lot. the nature of how the game works and it happens in the playoffs. We we've taken this team that we've gotten and We got to be careful of that. Don't expect effects the better team this weekend. Don't expect a 25 point blowout of the Rams and a walk through game 1 of the playoffs cuz we're at home and the story is 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 great. This is going to be a hard-fought game, I believe. If it's not, if we curb-stomp them, take that as the one-in-a-million gift that it is and move on and expect a tough game next week. It's the nature of football. The winner of these games is rarely a team that gets to blow out the other team. It is so rare. You're going to be biting nails. You're going to be crapping tar. It's, It's going to be hard to watch and get through the game because your emotions are going to run high. It's going to, you're going to be, you're, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Win or lose. Everything will be fine. I think we're going to win as well, but it's not going to be a blowout. It's not going to be an easy game. There's going to be things to criticize. There's going to be things to give up, uh, clean up. That's football. That's the way it is. We be there because it's going to be something. And, and, and I don't care if we're down by 14 folks. If you're at Ford field, do not ever get quiet unless the offense is on the field, do not quiet down. Do not give them a break when it's third down. Start yelling. When the second down tackle happens to take it to third down so that they can't communicate the play in from the sideline. Start early, be loud all the time, wreck everything. Don't wait till they're to the line to make noise, make noise. And I've got something. We got a little gift. I got to talk about it now. Sorry, really quick. You're going to get one of these Riz. You don't even know I have this yet. Um, I've gotten a couple, a, a, a former SpaceX employee, uh, a listener of ours, who's a really, really great dude. And I, I chat with him pretty often uh, on, on the back channels um, is an investor and on the board of a place called Carefree Spirits. And this is a bottle of bourbon and he sent it and I've got this. I'm waiting. I'm going to crack it after in the post game show uh, this week. You're going to get yours at senior you bowl race. Um,
1: All right. I'll this is, that.
0: this is, uh, <laughs>
1: Thank you, sir. two years. Thank age. you, good sir. Whoever gave it to you, yeah. Chris Matthew, Matthew,
0: <laughs> uh, carefree. Check him out. And I say this because they, he's a good, he's a genuinely good human being. Uh, person carefree spirits. You can get some carefree dash spirits.com uh, check out what they've got. They've got a lot of vodkas and a lot of flavored vodkas and then bourbons as well. If you like liquor, you like alcohol, which I tend to do, uh, check out their stuff. Carefree dash Good stuff. Thank you, Matthew. I can't wait to crack that on the post game show, but either way, win, lose or whatever, celebrate your team, celebrate your Detroit lions. This is something that we've not been here before. We, most people listening to this show, have not seen a home playoff game. Not while they've been sentient, at least. And we have an opportunity that we haven't had. And just last year, at the end of the year, I said celebrate that team because that's the team that turned the corner for the Detroit Lions to become absolutely something competitive. And that's been true. This is a team to celebrate because this is... A turnaround. This is the beginning of the real turnaround of the Detroit Lions as a long-term contender and a force in the NFL. And the goal to be one of the most hated teams by NFL fans everywhere because we are a
1: dynasty. <laughs> you want teams to hate you because you are so good, yes, like yes, like people hate the Patriots now, people hate the Ravens now, people hate the Steelers, people hate people hated the Rams for a little while well, when they were doing good like, yeah yeah People people are taking shots at the chiefs now there's a lot of people that are taking a lot of joy in the chiefs struggling this year relative to where they have been they just don't think they might win the afc but Riz, you know, I'm, they,
0: so, I'm sorry about this somebody just came up with the cap ending to our story for the script this year the magical hollywood uh, run ends we beat jim schwartz and cleveland in the super bowl <laughs> that'd be
1: great
0: you talk Everybody about love that and skeletons, man! Woo! <laughs> I, I
1: I will say this: have, having known Jim Schwartz over the years, he would be really pissed. But like two days later, he would call Dan Campbell and congratulate him. Yeah. he would he would call Sheila and congratulate her because he he would be he would be incredibly upset when it happened. But then he would he'd get it. He would, is it, He really would. Because
0: either he's out of blow or that garden hose is plugged up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he might dude, not have time to because I think he's he might he might get a head coaching job. Good for him. Cycle Good for him. Tomorrow. Yes, and I, I fully support that. I hope he does. Yeah, he has done wonders with that Cleveland team. Uh, yeah, talk about another team that's really like if you're not a if you're not a fan of a team in the AFC, I would strongly encourage you to look at the Cleveland Browns. And I'm not saying this because I'm from Cleveland because I'm actually more of a, I have more of an emotional reaction to the Texans win or lose than I do to the Browns win or lose. So that is the fact that everybody in my house is Texans fans. Um, My kids grew up there a little bit. My, we were there when they got good and it was really fun. Like that, that group when JJ won here, like, I love that team. I really do. i and the fact that D'Amico the Ryan's is part of this tournament, I really, really like that. I really loved C.J. Stroud as a prospect. I'm happy that he's good. He's better right. than good. He's the rookie of the year. He might get MVP votes. Yep. I don't think he deserves those any more than Jared Goff does. But he's he's damn good, folks. Yep. And like that game. I will tell you what, this is this is a fantastic weekend for me because there there really isn't a loser for that game on Saturday, and then Sunday you get the games and you get. And you get to watch a couple games with interest and then you get you get the lions in primetime freaking beautiful chris you know I complain about primetime games i'm not complaining about this one i love mm-hmm. it no. So that's the fact that my kids don't have school Monday morning. So I have to get up with them. And that's that's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've already got Yeah, that's with, with MLK Day next. I, we've got a day off. It's great. I've got Ash lined up already. He's like, right, we're doing we're doing the post. He, like he got to the front of the line. He like he was Sweet. Uh, he was like shoving people aside. <laughs> I'm doing the post game show, right? Like he win or lose. We were not doing this together, brother. And I'm like, I'm with you, man. Big hug. Let's do this. It's going to
1: so. be an incredible game. Um, win or lose. God. It's going to be incredible. Uh, I I do think they're going to win because I think that they're going to be able to score more. I don't don't think this is a game where the opposing – I don't think defense wins this game. I think offense wins this game. The team that maybe has the ball last, the team that makes one less mistake on offense rather than defense, I think wins Mm -hmm. this football game. Special teams could be a part of it too. And by the way, if you've watched the Rams at all in the last six weeks, their special teams are god-awful. They're terrible. They've got
0: no Dave Phipp.
1: Their punter's okay. Their field goal unit is terrible. Their return units are not good. Their coverage units are the worst in the league. Their long snapper sucks. Like they have got a lot of issues on on Dave Phipp can win this game for the Lions. Yeah. He absolutely yeah. can. I love Dave. I,
0: I would carry FIP out of my shoulders. And if he, if he were the one to do that, I would do it myself.
1: Yeah. I I, I hope we can cover Dave at the senior. I hope he's yeah. there. Yeah. That would be, that'd be such a treat. God, I love him. He's such a great guy.
0: <laughs> All right, really quick. Please like and subscribe to the podcast over here. If you, if you subscribe, you can get in the chat and hang out with us. But those are the big things that help us get out there and help people find us. Uh, ask once per show. This time I actually did it before the end of the show. So uh, please, if you would, you're sitting here watching. It's free. It's free to do. You just forgot. I know it's OK. Don't worry about it. Just go hit the button move on and we'll do it. And we won't talk about it anymore. And we won't tell anyone that you were the one that were sitting there and forgot to hit it. It's OK. All right. Uh, let's get on to the next one. We've got. Jared Goff gets his shot at revenge. This is the story. Not into the staff story any more than I'd have been into a Hawkinson story or I've been into a Slay story or I don't care who else is coming back story. Um, It would be nice to give a kick in the nuts to Patricia. But other than that, I I mean, that's just that's a that's a different kind of revenge story. It's a hate story. I don't need a love story from the team I'm playing against. What I have, I'll just tell you right now. Matthew Stafford, before this started, he didn't want to be part of another rebuild. He wanted out. He, he said, I, he talked to coach. He talked to uh, Mr. Holmes. And he said, I want to go. And this team gave him everything, more than any other team probably would have. They gave him everything he deserved and put him in a place that set him up for something great. Good for him. Now, fuck off, because you wanted out. We now have Jared Goff. <laughs> we now have Jared Goff. Jared Goff wanted to be here again before the fans wanted him here. Jared Goff embraced the city. Before he played a game, he was active and set up his charity and started going to town in Detroit and helping people in this city. Why? Because he was committed to where he was coming. He was committed to the team that he was coming to. And he told and he was belittled. By, and I, I say it all the time, I, I love her enough, she's a sweetheart. But Tori Petrie called him a sweet summer child, saying the gut punches would stop. And people just dogging on him when there was not another player on the field that he could throw a ball to. See, golf sticks, And, and, and just the disaster of, a, of, a, of a, a roster that was left behind uh, when, when Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell took this team bad. over. He took a boatload of shit. And he withstood and he outlasted the people that hated him in Detroit. He's outlasted the people that hated him in L.A., including his former coach and his pipeable now wife. Uh, He is here and he's been a Detroit Lion long before Detroit Lions fans were golf people. End of story. Jared Goff is the story. Jared Goff's revenge on Sean McVay and his gaslighting and what he did to Jared is the story. What you said, Brad Holmes taking the ascending to the role of master and taking the torch from the, the people he worked under and and for the team that he helped build. The, now the one that he built on his own, taking the the cookie away from the formers Those are the stories. This is a Detroit story this is not a oh we have a lovable guy that wanted to leave us story you know hawkinson said he wanted to go somewhere and get wins i didn't hear i don't hear anybody saying oh yeah he deserves some wins i'd like to be with nice guy why are we doing it with staff like why he's he's on the other team he's a quarterback you- for the team that we're playing against F off. He's already got a Super Bowl win. You got what you wanted. F off. There's, You know what you're coming home to do? You're coming back to Ford Field to lose again. That's what you're here to do. You're here to lose again because that's what you do at Ford Field. Good night. And I love Matthew Stafford. I really do as a person. But right now, yeah, on this field, between those lines, fuck off. You're going to lose. I don't care that you're here. You're just going to lose in Detroit again at Ford Field, period.
1: Does that make sense? It does. (laughs) There's a passion there. It goes hard, but it goes. But I'm so sick (laughs) of all the other
0: talk, man. He's he's on the other team. None of the other stuff matters. It doesn't matter. He spurned Detroit. Understandable. Is the situation understandable? I don't have love for the Rams. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. I want Matthew Stafford to lose on Sunday. After the game, I can talk nice about him. I can say all kinds of great things about him. But up up until now, he's not the story. Don't he he's not. This is a Detroit story. This is Dan Campbell's team. This is Brad Holmes team. This is Jared Goss team. This is Alex Anzalone's team. This is Panay Sewell's team. Those are the people that did this. Not him. Not him. He didn't do it. He never won the division. He couldn't do it. Right. Oh, but there's talent around him. He could have. Yep. But they weren't here. Tough. He didn't do it. This is the team that did it. And this is where we are. Love the man to death. He's a nice guy. I really, really enjoy him. I hope the hell we, he we, loses we do like Matthew bad. Stafford.
1: Yeah. But not Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> not no. this week. I, nobody should get abused for wearing a Stafford jersey at, this, at the field. It's a Lions jersey. The support in the Lions, I get it. You, the jerseys are freaking expensive. We're facing like yes. economic tough times, inflations through the roof, all the other stuff. I can't expect somebody just to go buy a jersey. They've, they're paying hundreds of dollars likely for a ticket or, or maybe they're lucky enough and they know a friend or have a, a a job that squeaked them a ticket or whatever. I can't fault somebody for wearing the gear that they have or that they can afford. I can't fault them for that. I don't care what jersey you wear as long as the Lions jersey. If it has any Rams colors on it, fuck off and get out. You don't belong in that field. You don't belong in that stadium.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't wear those split Rams, Lions things. That's, that's not a good move. Not a good move. (sighs) Oh, man. I I don't, I don't particularly care for those to begin with, but I I understand the sentiment of it. Like, like Mrs. Kelsey wearing a half Eagles, half Chiefs. I get that. Like, she's going to kill you. Okay. That's good. Like, if you're, you know, if your, your favorite college has a great player on each team, like, Okay, I'll buy that. That's fine. Yep. Um. I. I. I don't. As you know, Chris, I don't really care about college football, other than that it's a vessel to scout NFL talent. Like the thing you care about Monday is that people night, don't
0: get mistaken between the Bobcats and the Buckeyes.
1: That's all you care about. Thank with college you. Football. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Go Cats. Um. <laughs> I, I, yes. Uh, we we won our bowl this year too. I'm very happy about that. The that's Buckeyes funny. did not. I Three have a Stafford Jersey quarterback and running back and middle linebacker too.
0: I have a Stafford Jersey and I'm not going to wear it. I'm not. Okay? I have one I, as well. I, you know what, you know what Jersey I bought? Cause I'm not usually a big Jersey buying guy. I love them and they look cool. I had a Spielman Jersey before jerseys were really even a thing. And I, I loved well it too. Actually. <laughs> um, I got a Dan Campbell, 89 Jersey in the modern style. So because I love uh, Dan Campbell is a very special individual. I love how he leads. I love his passion. I love his. Uh, I won't go into the servant leadership and all that stuff. But he as a as a leader, as a coach, as as a mentor, as all the things that he is, I, I absolutely am enthralled with him. I love St. Brown. I love Goff. I love all these guys. But but Campbell to me really embodies the spirit of you know kind of a belief that I have but of who this team is. And that's the, that's, that's why I got an 89 Jersey and uh, the stories you see now of Campbell, there was a great one. Um, um, ESPN. Who, who, who's the writer there? Is it Woodyard? Eric who's, Woodyard. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Woodyard did a really, really good He's Campbell good. story. Yeah. Oh, he did a great Campbell story. Um, well worth the read. Much better than the, what they used to have at ESPN. I'm just telling you, people gave me shit for that. But we've got a real quality writer there covering the Lions for ESPN yes, now. A yes, we do. 100% upgrade. Good story about Campbell. Campbell embodies what the Lions are to me. That's the jersey I got. I'd wear that. But if I didn't have one, I don't think it's it'll, it's not a problem to wear a Stafford jersey. Don't be that. Don't be a gatekeeper. They're, they're in a Lions jersey. That's fine. If they start cheering for the rams during the game maybe they can wear a beer <laughs> i don't know that's a little different right go matthew boosh, right uh-uh but they got the blinds yeah. colors on that's good to go So yeah Dang that's
1: man. yeah like you said I mean, jerseys are expensive times are tight yeah. man it's tough, tough yeah. out there. everybody people are in different Jersey spots in bro time.
0: people are in different spots you can't gatekeep people over e- economics on a sports team man so there we go all right that's that. Jared Goff gets a shot at revenge. That's the story. Brad Holmes. And, and, and smartest take I've heard all day. And I work with people with PhDs, Riz. So I want to I just give you a lot of credit. Brad Holmes wow. has his shot to show himself the master. Big deal. Go to Lion's Wire. Read that story. Because that's the yeah. one that deserves clicks. Not the one oh, that mentions my- Kelly. <laughs> Forget that stuff. God. Talk about muckling, man.
1: Muckle, muckle, muckle. I (laughs) did not ever need to see or hear Kelly's. Like I I have nothing against Kelly's. I I just I don't Chris, you know, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I just don't the whole celebrity like I I do not understand people's fascinations with what celebrities think or do or say on their podcasts. That happens to include a guy who wears a tank top a lot. Like Hey, like, you should care about what we think about football. You shouldn't care about what we think about. Like, I don't care if you don't like that. I like Megadeth. Like, I don't care. You, you we shouldn't should, care either.
0: We should do an episode on <laughs> politics just so we can absolutely tell people, don't, don't listen work. to this. Do not don't listen to this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you and I have political differences, so that would be an interesting one. <laughs> it, it would be
0: so fun. It'd be so fun. It would be fun
1: duct tape and markers we get are cheap. Along, though we, we can get along because even yeah. though we're on we're on different parts of the fence I, i'm all over
0: the fence though that's the thing like
1: so I, I, I am too that's yeah. the problem I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a cow that got hit by a truck and pushed into an electric fence I'm like, I'm like <laughs> a a and an electric fence. like <laughs> some of the guts are weird so I don't worry
0: yeah, yeah. that's the way it works
1: i just but uh, yeah, yeah like but really quick why, why would you think about what i think about cream corn like dude that's not what i cover for a living That's bullshit. Cream corn kicks ass, by the way. My my mom makes the best corn casserole. No.
0: No, cream corn's for losers, people without teeth. (laughs) Sorry, I just take it I was doing the the skipping Shannon. I was saying we're not good at it. We chose cream corn. We didn't even have a real topic. All right, let me uh They don't either. But that's why we don't. It's not. We can't do it even convincingly because it's stupid. Uh, all right. Uh, really quick before we get to the midweek injury look, uh, Chris. Duct tape and markers are cheap. Ronan, that's a great point. Yep. Take some I duct got, tape. I got tape right here. Yeah, take some duct tape and write JMO on the back and just be done. I can and do, do can that right that now. Easy.
1: Yeah. A, I only have a red pen here.
0: That's your fix. That's your fix. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it uh rick grit the only opinion i care about is my wife's and and mine of course there. but she gives me that there you go there's there's the back and your, your stafford jersey right there uh rick grit's got that <clears throat> let's see why what are we even fighting about cream corn that's right wmw um oh god hodges risden i hate his take on blueberries yeah, he's he's a loser with blueberries for sure. Thanks, Hatches. I don't like I
1: blueberries. That's weird. Cause I live in the blueberry capital of Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like
0: You know what? All all risen is is oxidants. He's he's oxidant. I am antioxidant. I am all about the blueberries, brother. You and your fucking oxidants, oxidizing people. You're rust. You're rusting from the inside out. Get your antioxidants. I, I,
1: I had a dragon fruit smoothie earlier today. They're filled with antioxidants. No, your weird.
0: argument against has to be your antioxidants take oxygen out of your blood and you're dumber because it because your brain doesn't get enough oxygen. See, that's that's where you gotta go with it. I'm I'll, not a good I'll, tell, I'll tell you I'll tell you something. <laughs> my neighbors,
1: not, ne- I'd never be good at that stuff. Just I do something me. with
0: my neighbors. I, and this is this is one of the most fun things that I want people I, I want people to take this on as a party game. This is a Great total take, aside. Boy. I'm sorry. We get together, there's four of us and we live, you know, where we live and we get together and we hang out out back. We have drinks and we take like every time there's just a period of, during the during our get together where somebody has to take on a conspiracy theory and defend it as if they believe it. And it is so much fun. Like I took on like, 9-11 was an inside job, right? I don't believe that. It's not, my, it's not my thing, right? But I, I had to defend it. And it's so much fun, dude, to rhetorically stand and have to get in between. Beliefs. Like, it's the point we're talking about we're going to get like a colander and put a chin strap on it. And the person that's defending the theory has to put on their little tinfoil <laughs> with the chin strap and go for it. It's such a fun thing because you just take something and you have to you just have to defend something like crazy. Right? It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Um, and for those that believe that it was an inside deal, have fun with it. I mean, it's fine. Maybe I don't have any media. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think so, but whatever. All right. Let's get into the midweek injury outlook. Um, yeah. Let's just start I with Laporta right recovery. off the top. Holy moly. That injury was so, ugly and scary to watch. And then to hear that it's a it day's not weak, and he could
1: actually so, show up on the field. One of the things that tipped me off that it wasn't that serious was when he was on the cart, he got on the cart by himself and his legs were bent. If your knee is fucked up or jacked up, they're not letting you bend your knee. Yep. So that was your first tip right there that it was going to be okay. And this is not Dr. Liao. I, I, again, I haven't I haven't paid attention to what Dr. Jimmy's doing. I hope he's doing something it because he does come and out tomorrow. I yeah. learned so much from Dr. Liao. Yep. I really do. I cannot encourage people enough to go to him, but I talked actually to 45 tomorrow,
0: 1245, trainer. 1245 tomorrow. He, he releases his latest video. and He'll talk about this.
1: Go ahead, Good. Uh, but one of the things that I've learned is I, I, I go to the gym a lot. And one of the guys that I know there isn't an, is an athletic trainer and a rehab, specifically an injury rehab specialist um, in the kinesiology world. And one of the things that he said was like, they would never let him bend his knee if if his mm-hmm. knee was jacked up. Mm-hmm. That, that, that validated it for me. I'm like, thanks, Chris. That made me have his name's Chris too. <laughs> like, thank you. There's, like that, that was, that made me feel good. So I I, I asked him, I'm like, okay, let's do Pruder film this. <laughs> and he's like, I think he's out at least a week because I think he strained the, it's, it's, it's a PCL, but it's not the PCL ligament. It's like a, part of some part of your knee, and I'm not an anatomy guy. There's
0: a lot of bits But he's
1: like, that's going to be really hard to play through that one this week. But, like, beyond that, if he's got pain tolerance, he can probably be okay. He was at the walkthrough today, was a full participant in the walkthrough. In the actual practice, he did not participate at all. So he is listed as a non-participant, but that's, it's overselling it. Because he did go through the walkthrough and did so actually walking through. Like again, if his knee was jacked up, they would not let him do that. So when they say when Dan Campbell comes out and says, We will know on Friday afternoon, but he is improving and there's a chance that it happens, believe Dan Campbell. Doesn't mean he's gonna play, but there's a chance that he can. And yeah. uh until he's ruled out, don't rule him out.
0: No. I'm I'm just so impressed because I saw that. And my heart sank immediately. I saw it happen in the moment. And I just was like, "No!" yeah. To hear this to kind watch. of a prognosis out of something like that. And then I'm just, I'm going to go back to the Hawkinson hit, right? It didn't look anything like, and, and he, he got up and walked off the field. Like, boom, he there had just no big deal. Right. Um, really quick, Nick Joseph. Thank you for the $10. That takes us to $35 uh, to St. Jude. St. Jude.org slash DLP. Hey, cool. Uh is here. He's put a hundred dollars match on the table, folks. It's a hundred dollars to get us toward that twenty thousand mark where we watch Riz cycle through three Steve Miller band songs live what? on the air. Yeah. Three? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> if we get to twenty thousand today, we'll make it four. Uh Riz has no say. He's just like, What the hell is happening to me?
1: Um does he have- even have four songs? You only <laughs> ever hear like two of them
0: So we got a hundred. We got sixty-five to go for the hundred dollar match. We're six hundred and forty six dollars away from the Riz torture. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so great. You guys have you've never seen him react to this, so it's
1: Let's get to there. Help us help at least make one by making Riz miserable. The, the song. So I will I will throw a bone to the Steve Miller people. Fly Like an Eagle is not a terrible song in and of itself. I, I can tolerate that one. You play Abracadabra, shit's getting real.
0: Okay. We're that is not, the
1: worst song ever recorded. We will That's not be playing than, Fly
0: Like an Eagle then.
1: That is that is worse than Chuck E's in Love. Or um any nickelback song that you might think. I'm trying to think I, I can't stand country music in general, so that's that's not really what I think, but like I, I would I would rather listen to like acoustic version of Cattle Decapitation than Steve Norby. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you, I'm not a big country music fan, but I've started to get into Billy Strings a little bit lately, especially if you look at some of his remakes. He's of like,
1: talented as hell. You see, like, <laughs> like he does
0: War Pigs or The Wizard by Sabbath yes. or some Zeppelin yes. Ramble on. Yes, oh, he, he can sing. He
1: can. There's play. a lot of talent there.
0: <laughs> oh, he's he's he so he, a he's real not musician. my bag,
1: but I, I would I would love to go see him in concert. I would love to go see him. Sh- and he's 100 percent. I want to say he's from this area, too. Um, but yeah, he is he's from, he's from, he's from Michigan. He's from Michigan. I think, um, I think
0: more central nor mid mid Mitten.
1: Yeah. Um, sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's got mad skill. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as you I, know, I, Chris, I'll go see just about anything live music. I will, I will even like, I will, I will do honky tonk. I will do rockabilly. I love yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I did? So I the a Hood trip to New York. Time. That was a great show.
0: I got a trip to New York coming up. And I'm like, I got a night free, and in 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 New York City, right? There's something going. There's always something going on, and I want. I'm seeing a stand-up guy instead of music. I'm going to see a guy named James Acaster. He's an English comedian. He's hilarious. He's this awkward, Ooh. hilarious comedian. Um, he's doing a show live, and I was like, ah, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. So I'm stoked. I, I've really been getting into stand-up more. Then I, I I love live music, I love music, but stand-up lately has been just fantastic. I've loved it, every minute of it. It's it's really, really good stuff. So, anyway, okay. Let's go. Strings played with Tool. I saw that. I didn't listen to it yet, but it's on my on my must-watch list because Tool is a Wow. Bishop Bischoff says they're the best band in history.
1: But yeah, Scott. They, Scott and, and our, our mutual friend Josh Liskovitz love them some tool. By the way I love me
0: some tool too. Tool
1: playing In Pensacola or Panama City, the Saturday night before we get there, in Mobile. My good friend Brian Bosarge, Mister Deep Fried Draft, tipped me off to that, and I'm like,
0: "We're arriving on Sunday, and they're going to be there the Saturday before."
1: Saturday night, yes.
0: And so, Riz, uh, just think about this, okay? I want you to honestly keep this in mind. (laughs) If that Lions get the playoff game is on Sunday, we've got to fly in
1: early. I have to fly in on Saturday, (laughs) and there very well could be a Lions playoff game. That would be championship weekend. Dude, dude, Um, The NFC Championship game is that pool? Well, that's not that
0: The Lions playoff game and then the Senior Bowl. Are you kidding me? That is a a lifetime like bucket list. Like
1: I will need. At least a week off to sleep after all that (laughs) stuff because I will not sleep during that entire week. Oh my! Let's get back on task because I I, I have to do something. All right, so hit us with injuries.
0: You go to town. I'm going to sit and be quiet.
1: All right. Um. So three people sat out today because of rest. Frank Ragnall, Taylor Decker, Graham Glasgow. You probably expected that. Sam Laporta was listed as out, but we just talked about that. Um, Khalif. Knee no practice. I will see him playing this week. Uh, that's Donovan People's Jones' role. Because JMO was back. JMO was a full participant today. From I I was not there. Heard he looked fine. Heard Brock Wright looked fine with his hip. He was also a a full participant. I can say he uh, Cam back Sutton. Yes, uh, Cam Sutton toe and heel was a full practice. John Kaminsky illness. That's why he was inactive. I don't know the exact illness, whether it was shingles because shingles doesn't care, or whatever it might be, gout. I don't know um, diverticulitis because I had a flare up of that, and that really freaking hurt. Um, it's really not something that you ever want either. Uh, but I don't know what it was. But uh, he he's he did. He was back in practice.
0: There is the illness. is just so special.
1: <laughs> the shingles doesn't care. Ad is the greatest. It's the greatest pharmaceutical ad ever. Shingles yeah. doesn't care. Love From that, that to gout diverticular, I mean, goddamn it, is. <laughs> I, I have, I have not weird problem. Not the flu. I've never, <laughs> I've never had shingles. Thankfully, I don't don't want them either. I've not I've not actually had the vaccine either. <laughs> yeah. I had chickenpox. So as you, as you missed a it, a goiter. He's got a shingles <laughs> is the adult version of chickenpox. I had chickenpox when I was two weeks old. I nearly died. Uh, I spent a month in the hospital with mm-hmm. that. Uh, it didn't obviously stop my growth very much. But, yeah. um, uh, a I, goiter.
0: So I, I, you got to get a goiter in there somehow.
1: <laughs> my great aunt Edna had a goiter on the side of, oh my yeah. God. It's before I die. So like a freaking softball. <laughs> oh, oh, it's was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, uh, thank God. She it's was modern world, um, man.
1: Uh, yeah. Get back yeah. on task, <laughs> Brian Branch, wrist, full practice. The wrist hurts. I'm going to say he's not at 100%, but he's going to play. Brian mm-hmm. Brace going to play. Uh, James Houston, full practice. He has to be activated. Well, it's not this week, it's next week that he has to be activated. Mm-hmm. But you can see him get activated this week. And they they would have to finagle a little bit of a roster room there. And I'm not sure where they would go with that, whether it would be an O'Coire brother that goes away, whether it would be a defensive back that goes away. I don't know. I, I would just be guessing if I said I do, but I don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks like he's going to be ready to go. And Dan talked about it, and I don't, unfortunately, have the Dan quote sheet in front of me, but he did bring it up that it wasn't, and he wasn't bullish like or a rebellion on it. Um, by the way, that's where bullish comes from, etymology lesson. Um, but I, it doesn't sound like they think that James Houston is – a full go yet, even though he was in practice today. The one that really concerns me and is most pertinent for the Rams game is Cam Sutton because he's the best cornerback on the team. Insert Gaffal here. <laughs> he was he he was struggling last week with he the was. toe and the heel, and he he was full practice again today. I got to tell you, Justin Jefferson is his own kind of animal. Yeah, Puka Nakua. Cooper Cup. These guys are really freaking good. Now, What's, what Branch can handle above. Cup because Cup comes out of the slot a lot. There's two of them. That's the and problem. The number two, of Jerry Jacobs' brother was limited today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry is limited with the, I think it's a thigh? Where'd it go? I thought it was a hammy. Uh, yes, th- thigh injury. Mm-hmm. Thigh, hammy, um, six, one, half, those, and the other. They're the same opposite sides of the same meat. They're your ham. Don't eat people. I shouldn't have to say that, but don't eat people you can tell Sorry. i've been up since like 3 30 a.m <laughs> damn don't trash truck don't eat people don't eat people that's gonna be my hot day somebody is gonna flame me for that why don't you want me to eat people because you shouldn't eat people that's why people are gross all Small right people come on all right so cam sutton Need him at full go because even at full go, he's overmatched. And if he's not at full go, he's really overmatched. Yep. And Kendall Vildor, Khalil Dorsey, Jerry Jacobs, he, that's not a recipe to win a lot of playoff games at cornerback. We, we like those guys. We do. But they're all playing at least one spot too high in the depth chart already. Yep. Two or three against Matthew Stafford throwing the Cooper Cup and Pukunakua. And they have a tight end that, whose name is me, who's actually a pretty good player, too. Like, they, they got some talent. They're in the playoffs for a reason. That's, that's suboptimal. Um, now, the Lions have compensated very nicely by bringing the pass rush, and they are a top five pass rush in generating pressures and quarterback hits over the last month. Top five. It's unconventional the way they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They're bringing Ifiatu Malifanu a lot. They're they're looping John Kaminsky playing inside, which I really liked. Aiden Hutchinson, by the way, really liked that too because he got he got free a lot. Those two together had really good chemistry on that. Yeah. I hope we see more of that uh, because the Rams' offensive line is vulnerable to those things. Yep. I, the Rams
0: just- are also vulnerable to interceptions.
1: Yes let's, they are. let's
0: this is and it's funny because if you remember the, the 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 this is this is the thing this is what kills me about football ahead of the Dallas game everybody every pundit every media member every fan the illuminati of twitter and the regular twitter knobs it was all about the lions need to run the ball they can't stop the run as long as we run the ball that's how we're going to win the game run 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 and they can't stop it we'll go on they stopped the run. <laughs> we could not run the ball at all against Dallas. That was not the game at all. No, we could not. This week we also smel- could block the run. This week <laughs> smells a whole lot like you just got to rush Stafford pressure on Stafford. Get pressure. It feels like that same kind of trap. You know what I mean? And I'm nervous yeah. about it. So I'm like, OK, I'm scheming for the game. I'm like, yeah, I'm scheming this defense to put all kinds of pressure, Stunt all kinds of crazy kind of looks to get at and pressure Stafford and make him throw those picks. But you better have a plan B. You better have a plan B because if that doesn't work, you've got two receivers out there. And let's not forget, I mean, for tight ends, as far as I go, Higby is not a bad guy to have on the field either. I mean, thank
1: you. Yeah. He's good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They've got some threats and, and, and that's our weakness. That's the spot where we could really get, Hammered this yeah. week. So remember Williams is a good this. running back.
1: Yeah. Guy can play. Yeah. Yep, the guy can play. They block well for him too. They're they're outside guys. One of the things that Nak- Nakua was one of those guys. Like when, when we were evaluating him, him as a draft prospect, for like at least we know he can block. Like, and he's going to be tough, and he's going to run the routes and be where and when he needs to be there. Uh, there was actually some question whether he would catch the ball that well because he had some drop issues in college, but he's. Phenomenal. He's a great player, easy it's guy nice. to like. Really easy guy. By the way, the Lions liked him in the draft. They didn't get a shot at him, but they liked him. We're just going. We right feel better it. about the the draft evaluation. There,
0: we're already into looking ahead to the Lions against the Rams. Yeah, we had to. And let's um, do it. Yeah. Um, a great point. got to wrap at nine, so yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point here. I'll say it again. Stafford struggles against teams with a winning record. Don't ask me how I know. Uh, so we've got that going for us. <laughs> 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 we've, Proper we've, got that. Of Stark. we've got that the other thing we have in chrome's right we have cj out there CJGJ is out there and he's going to see a lot of play time now he got his warm-up game last week um and now he's going to be on the field we've missed him we've yeah. cj we barely knew ye people don't know what he's going to bring to this team frankly the rams don't know what he's going to bring to this team either they don't know how we're going to tune things up now that he's on the field. And with Iffy and the and the wrinkle that he puts in there, we have some real interesting things we can now do with our defense that are not on film for anybody. So keep an eye out for that. Sure. We are in an interesting spot defensively for the playoffs. What a way to come in with all these little different levers you can pull that nobody's seen you pull before how you're going to pull them. So that's that's a that's an advantage we have. Will we do it? I hope So I sure hope so.
1: <laughs> Gotta hope so. I hope so. If you if you try to play standard passive defense against this team, you are going to lose. Yeah, straight up, you are going to lose because our offense is really good. There is this too. You yep. you don't want to go toe to toe with that because they have the playoff pelts on the wall that say that they can win these things, and we don't have that. I know Jared Goff. So let's let's talk real quick about Jared Goff's playoff experience because everybody tells us about how great he's been. Made a Super Bowl. He has a fifty-seven percent completion percentage. He's thrown four touchdowns and two interceptions in six games. It's not like he's lighting the sky up, folks. He's been solid. His best playoff game was actually his last one in Los Angeles, a game that they lost. I think it was thirty-two to eighteen to Green mm-hmm. Bay. That was that messed off, up finger. I right? played the rest of his team. Yeah, was that.
0: That's with a messed up finger too, right? When he came off the. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. After uh, the the ran, after McVay had had made Sean or John Wolford go in
0: someone Um, slam his hand in the car door before the game, please.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's not, it's the, I had a point. Oh, um, golf wasn't necessarily like the catalyst for winning, but he wasn't losing those games. And he's going to might have to, he might have to do a little bit more than that against this Rams team, because I do think the Rams run defense is good. And specifically they're good against guys like Gibbs, who are one-cut guys. Mm -hmm. Montgomery should be effective as long as the blocking is good, and that's one of the issues. One of the issues that came out of the last couple weeks is that the run blocking has not been up to par. Both guards have struggled. Panay Sewell just had the worst PFF game of his career. Probably wouldn't know that if you would watched, if you just, like, paid casual attention. He wasn't very good in the run game. He missed some run blocks. Can't do that against the Rams.
0: I wouldn't want to be Aaron Donald in that bounce back game.
1: <laughs> they already got it.
0: There's already a chip on a shoulder there.
1: Yeah. Now they, they got, they hit with a rookie and Kobe Turner. That guy's good. Yeah. Uh, and that is exactly what we need next to Aline McNeil next year as a guy like Kobe Turner. I think it was a fifth round pick yep. out of Wake Forest. Good. By the way, Blows away Jalen Carter's season stats, blows them away, especially if you ignore the first four weeks. You don't hear squadouche about Kobe Turner, but you hear a lot about Jalen Carter because Jalen Carter started really well and then fell off a cliff. Kobe Turner kept going up. That's the way you want to be going.
0: Jared Goff's playing record, playoff record was three years ago. He's a much better quarterback today. That's the thing that growth and that aggressiveness that we talked about a little bit earlier. That's what we need to see from Jared Goff. Cause look, our offense needs to play like this is going to be a shootout. I, I genuinely believe yes. that because it could very well wind up being one. Um, our defense. They just had to, the to get off the field. They have to get off the field. They have to get the stops and it's going to take a couple of
1: stops. Make them kick.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it. That's exactly because it.
1: Because McVay, like, again, Sean McVay is a very good coach. He's he's taken this, this Rams team to a lot of successful places. He's not aggressive on fourth downs. He will he will take the three instead of trying for the seven yeah. more often than not. I, th- I actually think he's changed that a little bit as he's gone forward with Stafford, a little bit more of an aggressive quarterback than Goff, even though Goff has a better air yards per attempt than Stafford does this year. Probably don't hear that from the national media very often.
0: I feel oddly in those kind of go for it situations. I feel much more confident with Jared Goff and Ben Johnson and the Lions than I do with Matthew Stafford. That's where Ben Machine. Johnson
1: is at his best is designing those specific sorts of plays. Yep, and yep. two point conversions. I think he's got he's got a ton of them. He has not unloaded unleashed all of those. Yep, um, yep. I'm ready for him to release the beast on that because mm-hmm. uh, they're they've shown a couple. We saw him this summer, um, and we've uh, been enough to catch a couple of them um, when they were doing walkthroughs on them. I'm like, yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Give me that.
0: I will tell you um, this. If this game is solely played play on paper, the lineup paper from PFF, the Detroit lions win this game straight up.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Because fortunately it's not there's their, their, their <laughs> best players, Aaron Donald, he's going against one of our best players in Frank right now. Yeah. And also Jonah Jackson and you know, Kobe, Kobe Turner coming on. Has really helped them where they can't focus that much on Donald, and I think some of that—that's one of the reasons why Kobe Turner has been effective is been effective—is because you're still worried about Aaron Donald because he's a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know, they don't sleep on that that defensive line. Their linebackers are okay. Their safeties are okay. They're not great. They're beatable. They're vulnerable, as but. just like our outside corners are vulnerable. They're beatable.
0: We, uh, you know, our our defensive line. Hutchinson has a higher PFF ranking than Aaron Donald does, and McNeil isn't far behind. Um, and and Ali McNeil showed his value last week when he played. Having him Ali back played is, very well. Oh, God, I, lo- I love him. He's such a great dude. Um, I'm 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 interested. This is going to be a hell of a game. If he out there and what he does is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, look, my heart is screaming a Detroit Lions win. My brain is saying the Lions are gonna eke out a win and it's gonna be a difficult game, and I'm looking forward to seeing the Eagles in Detroit next week. That's 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 where I'm at. You can't look past them, but this is this yeah. is the Lions year. Everything is coming up Lions right now. And as I walk into this week, this is got to be the Detroit Lions' first playoff win. Second in since the <laughs> Freaking 57 <laughs> season win, but the first since 1991. This is a team that is on a mission, and I am here for they it. They can do it. Yep, they I can am do here it. for it. I, I will say the other part of it, we've talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show. A loss is not the end of the world. These games are tough. These tough. are all good teams. If I stop right now ahead of this game, not knowing the outcome, and look at the Detroit Lions season, I'm going to say... I'm proud of this team and I'm happy of this growth and the sky is the future is bright. It is very, very bright for these Detroit Lions. So stand, enjoy it. Whatever. Enjoy it. Love it. Lions fans go for it. Don't let gatekeepy crap about what jerseys you can or can't really wear in the in the in the stadium be a divider for you. Don't let people divide the fan base over stupid gatekeep shit. You know what you do? If it's a Lions jersey, you're good. I saw it, you know in the in the chat they said put some duct tape over it. Yeah, write JMO's name if you if you only have a Stafford jersey. Do that and be done with it. Just end the the controversy around that stuff. But go there, Lions fans, as one. Do not wear Rams colors. Do not wear a half Rams jersey. Do not do anything like that. Go there, be Lions fans, and be loud. And I mean loud, nonstop.
1: How often have you had a chance to to scream your ass off in support of a playoff team in Detroit? Yeah. Unless you were over 40, you haven't in your life.
0: Let's go, Jared. That'd be a great chant. Can you imagine the, fa- the fans out there supporting your your quarterback, finally getting behind him verbally? Let's go, Jared. Do it. Get behind that team. Get behind those guys. This is it. This is the chance for the fans to show how much this means to them. Get there. You're part of this now. Make them get up. Make them get the delay a game. Make them get the motion penalties. Be that whole twelfth man kind of thing that I'm, I'm like about when they when they talk about it. be that you are part of this game if you're in that in that stadium take on your role and take it take your responsibility if there's a second down tackle that takes them to third down that's when you start yelling don't wait till they line up at the at the line start then create chaos get in their head if you're near the sideline talk shit to the players get in their head I don't care anything it takes
1: I this don't is, condone that.
0: I know you don't know. get in their head. I mean it. Look, it, 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 there's a reason teams hate to play in certain places. Why not? Why not make it unfriendly for them? Why not make it unfriendly for the refs to make a bad call? Make it an unfriendly place for the people that aren't lions. Make it unfriendly and have a blast. Enjoy it. You deserve yeah, it. Enjoy it. You deserve it. All right, Lions fans, that's going to do it for this week's show. Let's go. We'll be there in the post game, right afterward, to hopefully celebrate a lie Lions win, a Lions victory over the the crappy Rams and their right. shit quarterback. There's
1: a chance you'll get me to drop in too, uh, because it will just be me and my son here. Uh, my wife and daughter will, will be in Houston playing volleyball, so I will uh, if if I'm capable of the workload and get a little help from a couple of people. Oh, Russ. Hi, Russ. Um, we'll I might be friends. able to stop in for a few minutes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> get a little bit of uh John Lennon plan. a little help with his friends. All right. Don't forget us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit lions podcast. I am struggle busing with Patreon to make this ad free thing for you as soon as it's available i will make a scream on twitter so so check it out we'll let you know and you can get your your ad free version of the show uh, as a patreon in the meantime if you do five dollars you get access to the slack the most intelligent lions chat on the internet it has been fantastic great place to hang out talk lions it's been very focused
1: this past like week yeah the like, gatekeeping we're, stuff we're, is gone <laughs> people are dialed in on the football Yep. And I kind of like that. That's yeah. that's what I'm there for.
0: I love it. It's a it's a it's a it's a solid, solid community. Solid. Uh make sure to follow us on Twitter, D E T Lions Podcast and at Jeff Risden. D E T Lions Podcast and at Jeff Risden. Get us on there and all the notes about the show when we're doing it, when we're not doing it. What's going on? Who we're going to have on all that kind of stuff is right there. Uh, you'll really want that as we get to uh, to senior bowl because there's it's fast, furious, and and quick there. So, do that. Check us out uh, at DET Lions Podcast. Call us on Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all there's one word, or call us in the Lions line at 248 782 8384 248 rub you fug. And be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. order yourself that beautiful shirt. It's available. There's a blanket. There's a Sherpa fleece. It's gorgeous. It is so gorgeous and warm, and it's the perfect for a winter's winter's night or winter's afternoon. Uh, but you go to com. subscribe to the podcast. So, Riz, can, what, what would you do if someone were to do that, Mr. Risden?
1: I want to come into your ear hole automatically.
0: Uh, I love the sound of that. All right. Let's do this, Lions. Man, we're with you. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, because we are your playoff-bound Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. We'll see you after the win, folks. Final
1: seconds winding down, and look at that. How
0: Big is that, Chris and Case out of time, pack the bags, start the plane. This show is over.
1: You've had enough of that shit.